the medical industry is a little complicated and it's frustrating and it's hard to navigate. Um, and I think sometimes in that process, when you're caught up in the system, um, you kind of forget about that human part. And that's where we want to step in and we want to provide that. So, you know, if insurance is saying, you know what, no, we don't believe in acupuncture, but you know that acupuncture is, is helping your nerve pain or acupuncture is helping you get sensation back. We want to be able to there to be there to step up and help you get those resources you need. I'm Jamie Mo Crazy, and you're listening to Life Gets Mo Crazy, where we'll hear from people who either been through a trauma or helped someone else through it. Listen and learn strategies you can implement in your life so when a metaphorical avalanche slides you down the mountain of life, you can climb an alternative peak with the best view. I am here today with Danny Trujillo, who grew up in the Tahoe area and has always loved the outdoors and being sports-related. After receiving an undergraduate degree in sociology, Danny began a master's in social work program at University of Nevada, Reno. This program led her to High Fives Foundation. She found them as part of her internship and has been with High Fives Foundation since the summer of 2019. She quickly went from intern, part-time staff, to now program manager. Danny oversees all of High Fives Foundation's programs, including the Sierra Johnson Healing Center, the basics, B-A-S-I-C-S, being aware, safe in critical situations, and the Empowerment Fund, which supports individuals who have sustained life-changing injuries from outdoor sports. So when you're climbing up that mountain of life and you get caught in a metaphorical avalanche that slides you to the bottom, Danny can be the support system with High Fives Foundation that can help you start to climb an alternative peak by providing resources to help facilitate a well-rounded recovery and by helping those individuals return to the sports they love. So Danny, hi. Hi, how's it going? It's good. We were just talking before we went live about how this winter we're kind of lacking some snow in our different areas. Yeah, man, it's been so on and off when it's been good. It's been really good, but it's been pretty dry and warm, unfortunately. Yeah, so let's talk about, in, a, in addition to being dry and warm, there's something called a COVID pandemic, which is going around. <laughs> no way. So, <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about how High Fives Foundation programs are dealing with the COVID pandemic. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely been tough. Um, last year, um, I was set to host about 25 different um, adaptive camps. So like everything from mountain biking to fly fishing, skiing, whatever, you name it. I had 25 different camps planned, and I was actually only able to execute about five of them. Um, so a lot of our programs have been put on hold, a lot were delayed, a lot were turned virtual, um, which was really cool, finding new ways to host events and, and host meetups, even if it was through a computer screen. 
Um, this year has been a little bit different. We're starting to see some, some hope on the horizon. Um, with most of the ski resorts open, we've actually been able to, um, to host a few camps so far. I actually just got back from skiing um, with a group of local veterans here in Reno um, that have been a part of our military to the mountains program. Um, and we all went skiing at Sky Tavern privately for the day. And it was so much fun. That sounds amazing. I, I love skiing in general. Um, but 25 camps that you had planned and you executed five. Yeah. That's intense. <laughs> and you also mentioned that some of your camps turned virtual. Why don't we talk a little bit more about that? So I didn't host any camps virtually, but we did host a lot of meetups um, for a while there, right at the beginning when kind of everyone was just locked inside and it was, you know, the middle of winter and March and everyone was home and we didn't really know what was going on with this pandemic and what it all meant for us. Um, we hosted a bunch of what we called high fives hangouts um, and we did them all online. They were open up to anyone, um, not even like anyone. You didn't have to be a high fives athlete. Um, and we had people across the nation, Canada, um, joining in on these things. Like we played bingo. We had people host yoga. We had just like a variety of different things, which was really fun. Um, and we also made some of our events virtual. Um, so some of our fundraising events that are usually these big, large gatherings, so much of high fives is based in community. Um, we say Ohana a lot, which is the Hawaiian word for family. Like when you're, when you're in the group, you're in the group, like we are all in this together. And so, so many of the things we plan each year, um, are based in community and being present. And so we've just had to figure out new ways to do that. The Ohana and High Fives Hangout, that they have the same concept, which is amazing. It is like a family. And that probably helped a lot of individuals at the beginning because what happened with coronavirus to the globe is what happens to a lot of individuals when they encounter a life-changing injury. The uncertainty, the anxiety, feeling like you are completely out of control, not knowing what the next step to take is. and so. I'm glad that high fives could figure out and think creatively and step in in those as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you you just nailed it there. And um, if high fives is good at anything, we're we're good at being adaptable. That is what this entire community is based in, and so we're we're pretty good at getting creative and, and finding unique uh, answers to to different problems. And speaking of being adaptable. Let's touch on what is the C.R. Johnson Healing Center and what does it do? Yeah, so the C.R. Johnson Healing Center is something really, really special. So um, the High Fives office is based in Truckee, California, um, and the C.R. Johnson Healing Center, we often just call it the C.R.J., um, is encompassed in that. We all share one office. And the whole idea behind this center is a place of healing. Um, so we have several different practitioners. We have um, individuals who specialize in acupuncture and Chinese medicine. We have a massage therapist, physical therapy, um, personal trainers, um, kind of the gamut where an individual can come and just like dedicate their body to healing. So we'll see a lot of individuals who are local who will maybe come in for like four hours of their day. They'll get acupuncture, they'll work out, and then they'll get a massage. Then they'll come talk to me, ask about their grant process. Um, it's like a central hub for all of it. Um, and we have individuals who, you know, pre-pandemic times when travel was acceptable, um, came out for weeks at a time and just spent all of this focus on on their body and on their healing. Um, 
it's it's a really special place and it has a really special history. Um, it, it's it's called the C.R. Johnson Healing Center because it is in memoriam of uh, C.R. Johnson. It's a great place. And speaking of healthcare and human care, I love that right as soon as you look up on the High Fives website, which is highfivesfoundation.org, right in the beginning it says, in partnership with healthcare, we provide human care. And I am a high fives athlete and they provided me with human care. And as you mentioned at the Sierra Johnson Healing Center, it goes above and beyond what a lot of insurance companies are diagnosing you to get alive with and it makes you alive to thrive. So for me living in Utah, um, High Fives Foundation helped support me to have massage therapy for three months every single day. My older sister is a massage therapist and she massaged me every single day when the right side of my body was coming back. I mean, now if I try to get a massage from her, it's been a couple years and she's about to have a baby. So it does not happen. (laughs) Yeah. For those three years, I mean, three months for those three months that I really critically needed it for my body to come back to movement after paralysis on the right side due to brainstem damage. High Five supported that as long with some other things like chiropractor care for me. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think it's so important to recognize that these life-changing injuries are are different for everyone. You know, it's it's never the same. No one is ever going to need the same things and no one's ever going to heal in the same way. Um, and yeah, obviously we all know that whether you've had a massive injury or whether you've had, you know, something quite small, the, the, um, the medical industry is a little complicated and it's frustrating and it's hard to navigate. Um, and I think sometimes in that process, when you're caught up in the system, um, you kind of forget about that human part and that's where we want to step in and we want to provide that. So, you know, if insurance is saying, you know what, no, we don't believe in acupuncture, but you know, that acupuncture is, is helping your nerve pain or acupuncture is helping you get sensation back. We want to be able to there to be there to step up and help you get those resources you need. And in addition with providing human care with the with the healthcare, you guys don't want to just help individuals survive a trauma. You want them to get back and reach the top of that alternative peak that they're climbing. You want them to get up there and see the views. And to do that, you help a lot of individuals who've had spinal cord injury get back to sport. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, touching back to what we spoke on earlier, um, we we are such an ohana, we are such a family. And that's the whole point is that, um, as you said, there's so much uncertainty when you go through this intense injury, um, and you don't know where your life's going to go and, and what your life is going to be. Um, and I think for many of us who grew up in in outdoor sports or in whatever kind of sport that becomes so much of our identity. When we say, you know, who are me, who are we, you know, we say, well, well, I'm a skier, I'm this, I'm that. And when you're faced with this injury, if you don't know if you can be a skier again or a mountain biker again, or whatever it is that's your passion, I think it can be pretty scary. Um, and, and that's what we want to do is we just want to bring these sports back into anyone and everyone's lives because, no matter your ability, there's a way to adapt and a way to keep participating. Um, and and we don't want to see any barriers in the world of sports. We want to get all those back out there 
on the mountain, in the dirt, whatever it is. We want to get everyone out having fun and playing uh, on the mountain again. So to get everyone out there and having fun costs a lot of money. So you guys have raised $4.8 million that you've dispersed since its inception in 2009. If someone's listening and they are like, wow, that sounds so cool. How can I help? How can they help? Yeah, I mean, donations, big or small, you know, I think sometimes people say, oh, well, like, you know, I don't have a ton of money. I only have $5 to give. Like $5 seems like a small amount, but that happening consecutively helps so much. Like we are so supported by our community and we have been able to, yeah, as you said, give out nearly $5 million um, in funding um, and empowerment programs um, in the last 12 years because of everything from a small donation to a big donation. Um, when you go to um, the High Five Foundation website, um, it's just highfivesfoundation.org, you can donate right there. You can sign up to be a re- reoccurring donor. You can sign up for a one-time donation, whatever it is, like the smallest bit helps. So smallest bit of donations. So if you have some extra money sitting around or, you know, it's COVID right now. So maybe you don't. But as she mentioned, if $5 can come from your heart, you can help change and save athletes' lives. And speaking of that, changing and saving lives, being aware and safe in critical situations, the basics program, what is that all about? Yeah, the basics program is awesome. It is, uh, just as you said, it's an acronym, um, being aware, safe, and critical situations. And the whole idea behind it is just snow and sports safety. Um, High Fives has now supported 391 individuals, which is crazy. That's so many. And, and we love each and every one of them. But at the end of the day, we would hope that not a single person would ever have to experience a life-changing injury again. Um, and so the whole idea behind the basics program is just presenting snow safety to all ages. Um, this is definitely a program that can be targeted to, um, it's shared at elementary schools and middle schools and high schools, but it's, it's for the general public as well. Um, and we are just in the process right now of releasing this season's uh, basics episodes. There's five to come and they're all really exciting. And that can be amazing because while COVID is happening and you have some extra free time sitting around in your house, why don't you tune in to one of the five basics episodes that are dropping and so you can learn more about being safe in the snow. Exactly. And I'm actually in a previous basics um, film that came out, Helmets Are Cool. And yep. it's it's the same idea of putting a helmet on your head can help save the impact of hitting your head onto the snow. And a lot of people will bring up, they're like, oh, well, you can put on a helmet and you can still get hurt. Like you got hurt. And the fact is, yes, that's a hundred percent true. You know what? You can put your seatbelt on in the car and guess what? You can still get in an accident and die or get severely injured. But if you have your seatbelt on, you're much less likely for that to happen. If you have your helmet on, you're much less likely for a traumatic brain injury. Yeah, absolutely. Helmets are cool is a staple for us. We just released our latest helmets are cool video. Um, it actually featured uh, Cody Townsend. Um, and yeah, that's exactly the point is no matter if you're going big and jumping off cliffs like Cody does, or if you are just like sticking to the blue circle groomers, um, a helmet is a crucial piece of your equipment if you are on the mountain. 
no matter what. Yes, helmets are crucial. And a lot of people point out, they're like, oh, well, I'm not going very fast, like if they're on a blue blue run. And they're like, I- I'm not going fast enough to need it. But if you catch an edge and you whiplash that head onto the snow, it doesn't matter how fast or how slow you're going. It still could be a devastating impact. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, it. yeah, it, it doesn't have to be a big injury. It can be, it can be the smallest little thing that just hits in the right way that can that can cause damage. So helmets are cool all day, every day. So what is it looking like? I, I know it's uncertain and everything's evolving with COVID, but what is 2021 looking like as far as programs go and as far as everything in High Fives Foundation? Um, you know, we are moving forward. We were so well supported um, by our community um, through this insane year. And so we we have this great momentum moving forward into 2021. Um, we are on on we are set to um, host all of our four grant cycles um, each year that we do quarterly. Um, those are still up and running. As I said, I am maybe adapting, but I am planning to host the majority of our adaptive camps this year um, if regulation provides that space. Um, And we are doing a lot of hybrid events um, for fundraisers and whatnot, um, where if portions of them can be done safely and in person, that's great and we'll do that. And then the portions that can't be done um, in a safe manner or if there's large groups, we'll just transition those to online. Um, So we are moving forward as best as we can, and just being willing to adapt and get creative. Adapting and getting creative are two key things when you encounter an unexpected trauma. And you've worked with a lot of individuals who have encountered unexpected trauma. What would you say to someone who just slid down the mountain of life as some advice on ways to climb an alternative peak? Um, You know, I'm in a pretty unique position. Um, I myself have never had a life changing injury. um, But as you said, I work with a lot of individuals who have. um, And I have been, you know, so inspired at times with with how people can turn things around um, incredibly. And I think it's important to remember that it doesn't have to mean that you're not allowed to have bad days. Everyone has bad days, no matter how big or how small. It's just how you can turn it around and what positivity you can find to keep going and keep moving forward. Because that's all we need um, each day is to just keep moving forward. I think that's a really important point you brought up that it's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to feel tired. It's okay to feel stressed. Because after my brain injury and my life changed and I went from being a professional skier to feeling like I had nothing in my life because I did not know where I wanted to go in life. And that was like the bottom for me. When I was in the bottom, I did have some bad days and I felt like I shouldn't acknowledge that they were bad because I was so lucky to be alive. But I actually started going to mental therapy. Another wonderful thing that High Fives Grant actually supported because I did not think I needed therapy at all. Even though I would cry roughly four times a day, I thought I was fine and I was so lucky to be alive and so lucky and like I needed to feel so lucky. So I denied going there. And my mom, she actually said, well, uh, 
I talked with Roy and High Fives already paid for you to go. So if you don't go, you will be wasting High Fives money. <laughs> and I can't waste money, especially High Fives money. So of course I had to show up and I went the first day and I cried the entire hour long session. And I started going three times a week at the beginning and then once a week. And, and I kept progressing until I graduated. But that program was so important. And the big thing they taught me was it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to have a bad day. Accept it. You know, exemplify it. Maybe if you're having a bad day, go watch a sad movie, like cry, like make yourself cry, like get it out and then start to climb an alternative peak. So then when, once you get it all out, then see where you want to go forward and how you want to create a life you love. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I couldn't agree more. I think sometimes we all need that kick in the butt um, from our moms or from whoever our support system is to say, look, this is happening and you got to go do it. Um, because sometimes we're in a we're in a bad place and it's it's hard to get out of that and I think that's why um, one of the reasons high fives present such a good community and such an interesting community is because it's filled with these people who have had you know the worst thing so many people can imagine happen to them and they're still moving forward there's still smiles there's still so much joy and so much life to be lived um, because it's it's making the choice to say. Um, you know what, this is hard, but I'm still going to live my life in what, whatever way I want. Um, which is, you know, exactly the point. This is hard, but I can live the life however I want. And that's what High Fives does. And, and with their programs, you guys provide programs that help individuals actually get out there and have fun. And so why don't you touch a little bit on what the programs are? I think there's some that are in this snow and some that are on the beach. So let's talk about the variety of what you offer. Yeah, we have um, so many different um, different uh, programs and camps we run. Um, obviously, this all kind of started with snow. Um, so adaptive skiing. And there's so many different kinds of adaptive skiing, which I don't know if everyone realizes. There's bi-ski, mono-ski, three-tracking, four-tracking, so many different things. Um, so adaptive ski is a big one. Um, adaptive mountain bike is huge too. Um, it's really cool to see, um, especially in this last year where, um, you know, a lot of people were limited in what they could do. And so a lot of people's, um, perspectives transition to outdoor activity. Um, and in that, um, a lot of people got aware of the need for accessible mountain bike trails. Um, they have incredible adaptive bikes um, that can do basically anything now. And more and more, we are say, seeing trails just get just a half an inch wider to fit some of those bikes that have a little wider stance. And, and that's exciting, too. We host adaptive surf camps. We host adaptive fly fishing. Um, we have a really cool program alongside um, a nonprofit called Return to Dirt where we host um, adaptive razor, like RZR camps, where everyone gets to just go be a motorhead for a few days. Um, just the options are endless. The program sounds so amazing. And to a lot of our listeners, they don't even know that that's a possibility, especially after they've encountered a life-changing injury in the outdoors. If something happens to them, they don't know that they have the opportunity to get back out there and enjoy life because they might not know that they can go mountain biking even if they can't walk. Yeah, totally. Um, I think 
it's something a lot of people don't think about unless they're, you know, put in the position where they have to. Um, the innovations that are happening in the adaptive sports world is truly, truly incredible. Um, there is really, you know, access everywhere now. Um, but as you said before, it does become a bit inaccessible in regards to the cost. While some of these pieces of equipment are are amazing and per, can provide true independence and and joy and accessibility and whatever else um, for people, there they can be very expensive. And that's where um, high fives and many others, uh, many other foundations can step up and and help try and fund um, these pieces of equipment. So if you come in contact with somebody who just had a life-changing injury in the outdoors and is eligible to become a high fives athlete, how would they go about becoming a high fives athlete? Yeah. So there is a grant process. Um, it's pretty simple. We host four grant cycles throughout the year. So they're quarterly. Um, each of those grant cycles is open to individuals who have sustained injury from outdoor sports. We also have specific cycles open to veterans. And then we have another cycle that is open to individuals who have sustained injury through accidents. So not from outdoor sports, if they're specifically applying for adaptive equipment. Um, once you go through the application cycle, um, your application re is reviewed and then you're um, either denied if you don't meet the criteria of our mission or you're accepted and invited to the budget phase. You submit your budget, you tell us what you are asking for, um, and then that is sent off to be reviewed. If your application is accepted and you are granted some funding for whatever it is you've requested, you are then officially a high fives athlete. That's amazing because I think a lot of our listeners might be interested in becoming high fives athletes and to see if they're eligible or not to go to the different programs that you are providing. So to end, what is your favorite program that you guys provide for you? Oh, oh man, that is so, so hard to say. I really, really don't know. Um, I think anything on snow is just my favorite. I I thrive in the snow. In the middle of summer, I'm dreaming about putting my skis back on. So any day I get to get out on the mountain, especially with someone who's getting out on the mountain for the first time again after their injury, I'm a pretty happy gal. Well, I feel for you because I love the mountains. And I know for me personally, when I got back on the mountain after my injury, I could not take the smile off my face. I was just so ecstatic. And I had to relearn how to ski. So I went from being a professional athlete doing double flips at X Games to doing the most basic beginner easy run at Park City and just was ecstatic that I got to go on the most basic beginner run at Park City. Oh, man, totally. I, I hear you there. I mean, I could be riding a bunny hill all day and still be stoked. Um, just being on the snow and sliding down it. It's just there's something special about it. Well, thank you for coming on the show. And we kind of already led to the website. Um, but is there any other contacts like social media or ways to get in contact with High Fives Foundation or look it up on Instagram? Yeah, for sure. So basically on all socials, uh, you know, Instagram, Twitter, et cetera, we're high H I the number five S and then foundation. Um, 
yeah, check us out. That's where maybe you could get inspired to see a new adaptive sport that you want to try. Um, because we're, we're always hyping up our high fives athletes that are doing cool things. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on this show and I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye.